This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, or Compass in Fairfield, Connecticut. If you'd like more information about what you're hearing during the show, give us a call, 800-339-9252, or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, click on the radio section of the page and check out past shows. You can even subscribe to the, sh- to the show on uh, iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Now today... We're going to discuss some recent changes in Social Security that will impact your monthly checks in 2020. But before we get to that, let's welcome our co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how you doing, my friend? I am doing great. I've had a great week, and I'm excited to be here once again with you, Matt, to do another show. And just crazy, crazy busy. Uh, just enjoying myself and my work. You know that. Uh, how about you? What's going on? I'm pretty much the same boat. Busy and happy doing what I do. Well, yeah. We're both busy. We're both happy. Uh, what more can you ask? So, And the family's doing well? Family's doing great. Yeah, it's uh, fall sports season, so chasing around the kids, watching games, and uh, my wife's doing well. So, yeah, it, everything's great. Oh, yeah, the kids with the games. I've got to, after our recording, I've got to head do a soccer game of my daughter. So believe me, I know the drill. My kids are in so many activities, had two different uh, activities with my kids last night that we had to cram in race from one to the <laughs> other. And it's all part of the, the fun. Yeah. I did the same Yeah, from football to field hockey yesterday. Yep. So uh, I'm doing good. And let's hear about, we're talking about social security changes today. Yeah. So let's dive into that. Uh, but first, let's get this formal reminder and probably government sanctioned or government mandated thing out of the way. <laughs> okay. First, I'd like to say that Compass and uh, Compre- well, Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, uh, we are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. You're not now, even endorsed. I, for a while, I thought you were endorsed by the NSA. Uh, turns out that's not true. Uh, you're not endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency, uh, but yet you have worked with so many people on their Social Security and you stay up to date on that. So that's one thing we're talking about today, isn't it? Yeah, these changes could affect Social Security recipients, uh, even those who've not yet filed for Social Security. Uh, one of our sources today is from the themotleyfool.com, and it's uh, entitled five social security changes in 2020 that could affect your take-home income. Now, for years, social security has served as the backbone of retirement income for millions of retired Americans. Uh, It was ushered in by President Franklin Delano Roosevelt in August of 1935, but by the start of the 1940s, the system was paying out monthly ongoing benefits to those who are eligible. Now, social security isn't just this big pile of money that gets slowly paid out 
to those who are eligible, it needs to be funded and it has its limitations. But that's not to say that you shouldn't be able to rely on it for at least some of your monthly income. If you're going to rely on it for all of your monthly income, you probably didn't do the right planning. So let's get that out of the way first. You're going to need more than Social Security, almost definitely. So get that plan in place so that this is just bolstering it. Yeah. How many people out there do you think are currently receiving Social Security benefits? Do you have those numbers? Well, the, that Motley, there was a different Motley Fool.com article. They call it 55 All-Inclusive Social Security Facts. So there's nearly 63 million people receiving Social Security check each month. Uh, that group includes uh, retired workers, survivors of deceased workers, the long-term disabled, and potentially their qualifying, qualifying immediate family. So I'm having real trouble speaking today, Tony. Forgive me. Uh, nearly 45 million of those total recipients are retired workers. Uh, they, they're 70% of all beneficiaries and receive a benefit check monthly. And there was a 2018 uh, Mass Mutual Social Security survey, and more than 6 in 10 retirees count on those monthly checks for at least half of their income. So Social Security is even more vital for more than a third of those retired workers. They rely on monthly benefits for 90 to 100% of their monthly income. Yeah, and I can imagine that for so many people who do rely on Social Security, any reduction in the take-home income would have a huge impact on their financial lives, especially yeah. in retirement. Yeah, reduction in income, increases in taxes or expenses, any of those things can have a massive effect. Again, why the plan is so important. But I found this article really interesting, really important. There's some valuable things to know. They're not all negative changes either. Let's get that out of the way. You know, the first change mentioned in the five social security changes in 2020 that could affect your take home income. It deals with uh, the Social Security Administration's cost of living adjustments, also known as COLA. Now, each year in the second week of October, uh, they announce changes to the program for the upcoming year that could directly impact what beneficiaries are paid on a monthly basis. And one aspect of that announcement is the adjustment will often, you know, change from year to year. Now, the COLA is measured by the Consumer Price Index for urban wage earners and, and clerical workers. It's called the CPIW. Now, if the average figure has risen from the previous years, beneficiaries receive a raise that's equal to the percentage increase year over year. This raise is rounded to the nearest 0.1%. And each year, coldest calculation, it's unique. They can be hard to predict without a full year's worth of data. Now, the Motley Fool article cites forecasts around 1.7 or 1.8%. For most Social Security beneficiaries, this would result in a raise of about $25 a month. Well, $25 a month, that isn't a lot of money, but I imagine it adds up over time. Yeah, it does. And, you know, we keep using this word beneficiary like someone was named. This is money you've paid into the system, don't forget. So it's money you're getting back. So beneficiary sounds like, you know, you're getting something from someone that wasn't yours. That's not very true in this case. Now, and as far as the $25, yes, every little bit helps. Uh, but COLA might not be growing as fast as it should be. There was a May 2019 study released by the Senior Citizens League. Uh, Social Security benefits lose 33% of buying power since 2000. And what that's saying is the cost of goods has increased more than the cost of living adjustment. That study noted that you know, fresh food, medical costs were among those goods that had the fastest price increase during the past year. And I'm sure I don't have to tell you, Tony, but fresh food and medical expenses are hardly an area that retirees can afford to cut back on. Well, absolutely. Those are important things to spend money on, and they certainly don't qualify as luxuries, uh, which can be reduced. 
By the way, speaking of cola, my favorite cola is Coke Zero. Coke Zero. Well, mine's just regular old Coca-Cola. I love Coca-Cola, but the sugar, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why. Yeah, I, that's why I don't drink it a lot. But I, uh, if we're if we're talking cola, my favorite's yeah. Coca-Cola. Just you know, message in case anybody has a soda in their car when they come see me. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Actually, we have some in the fridge for them if they come see that's us. That's nice. But <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, one of the reasons I want to talk about the cost of living adjustment is even if it does rise each year during retirement, it will likely not keep pace with the cost of goods and services. So a soon-to-be retiree should adjust their own budgets to avoid feeling the pain of this potential income gap. And yet again, another reason to have a good planner in your corner. And, and well, it might not be pleasant news to hear. Obviously, it's good to know about the potential gap between the COLA and the actual costs of goods, like you say, um, back to the article, though, is there any of that good news you mentioned in there? Yeah, absolutely, Tony. Uh, the article cites that withholding thresholds for early filers should rise in 2020. So there are various income levels that equate to withholding levels. I highly recommend you discuss the details with your financial services professional, your tax professional. Uh, those income thresholds traditionally rise when the COLA is positive or when that you know raise we discussed earlier goes into effect. So a higher income level means more money that can be earned before Social Security benefits begin to be withheld. Oh, okay. So uh, then if the Social Security Administration withholds some of those earnings from early filers, is that money lost then? That's a great question. And uh, let's clarify that. Those withheld benefits aren't lost for good. You do get them back in form of a higher monthly payment once you reach your full retirement age. So in that way, you aren't being punished for continuing to work. Yeah. Yeah, that's and nobody wants to be uh, punished. And Social Security, you, you can get uh, lost in the weeds. There's a lot to understand, but that's why I'm glad you're here to help clarify some of this for us. Now, um, I wanted to take a quick moment for you to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you if they want to set up a complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation to sit down with you and talk about this. Sure, it's easy. Same thing you do if you want more information about the show. Call the office, 800-339-9252, or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. Either way, go to the top left-hand page part of the page. There's a thing called the color of money risk analysis. If you fill that out, it's 11 questions, self-assessment questionnaire. You fill that out, and you have a chance to create an account. Once that's done, you can request a Social Security maximization report. What better way to take advantage of that first no cost, no obligation meeting than sitting down with those two things in front of you to talk about one, ways you can maximize your social security payments, and then two, how you what steps you can take and the things you can do to put a plan in place so that you can take advantage of those things. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's key right there. And you know what, listeners, I want to remind you this is the Financial Compass with our host, Matthew Brunner. And myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. And today we've been talking about these social security changes and how they can impact our monthly benefits. And you've been using that source from the themotleyfool.com, five social security changes in 2020 that could affect your take home. And in the first segment, you talked about two of the changes, um, a cost of living adjustment and the withholding threshold. Um, and how it's, you know, likely to rise, meaning potentially more income, uh, depending on, you know, if the conditions apply correctly and everybody's personal situation is different. 
correct? Yes, and that's why I always love you summing up these things because it gives me a chance to know that you really are paying attention to me. And I have been heard, Tony, and it makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> or, or I wasn't paying attention. It was just a lucky guess. <laughs> either way, either way, it does the same end ways. result for me. I've heard it before. <laughs> but yeah, you took some great notes. So good, great job. But, you know, next I want to move our focus on to the Social Security Administration's maximum monthly payout. Now, this is the highest amount any beneficiary can receive each month, regardless of how much they've paid in the system over time. Now, according to AARP.org and their Social Security Resource Center, which is a tough thing to say four times fast. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, the most an individual who files a claim for Social Security retirement benefits in 2019 can receive per month is. Uh, so it's $3,770 for someone who files at age 70. 2,861 for someone who files at full retirement age, which is currently 66, and 2,209 for someone who files at 62. So anyone who earned the maximum taxable income, which is the amount of your income paid to social security and taxes for at least 35 years of their working lives, is eligible for the maximum benefit. So it'll impact only some of the top earners. But look at the difference there between filing at 62 and 70. 2200 a month at 62 and 3770 dollars a month at 70. What a, you know, glaring example of why you might want to take advantage of some of the alternative filing strategies. Yeah, obviously. So, would that be for the millionaire athletes and movie stars out there then? Uh yeah, uh to put that maximum taxable income in context, uh the 2019 amount is $132,900. So, well, that's quite the income level. It certainly encompasses more than just millionaires and movie stars. Uh, the maximum benefit did increase in 2019 at a substantial rate. I don't like to prognosticate about anything, but probably not going to be such a large increase this year. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me, though, if the top contributors did see some increase, though, as well this year. Sure. You just like to use the word prognosticate. I really do. I love that word, yeah. actually, yeah. only because I don't like to do it. <laughs> That's true. Uh, well, but it does sound like good news for those top earners. Well, it's not all good news for higher earners. Uh, the next change mentioned in the Motley Fool article impacts those wealthier workers. So wealthy workers can't expect to pay more into the program. And it's likely to continue if inflation rises on a year over year basis as measured by that CPIW. So payroll tax is the largest portion of Social Security's funding. In 2018, those payroll taxes provided $885 billion to Social Security. All other sources provided around $115 billion. So anyone earning between one cent and the maximum taxable income amount is hit with a 12.4% payroll tax. And this percentage adjusts each year in step with the national average wage index. Okay, let's back up there a second. What's the national average wage index? And don't just say the N-A-W-I. The NAWI. Could we call it the NAWI then? <laughs> if I can't say the sure. N-A-W-I. Well, it's a measure of U.S. wage trends. It's calculated annually by the government. So it shows some insight into the general direction of wage trends. And it can also serve to you know, alert policymakers to potential wage inflation. The Federal Reserve may consider the movement of it when deciding on whether to raise or lower interest rates. So it's not always done on a whim or by, you know, tweets from presidents yeah well <laughs> exactly you don't want to you don't want to dictate by tweet uh, no one would do that um 
But Naui, that sounds like uh, the alien tribe name from some science fiction movie, the Naui. Yeah, the Kola and the Naui have the, been at war since the <laughs> Middle Ages. The Naui, isn't that from Avatar? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, um, no. So yeah, this is yet again just another piece to our government's larger calculations, right? Yeah, Kola, Naui, it's likely to be positive in 2020. It's likely that the top end of the wage spectrum is likely to pay more in payroll taxes. Yeah. Too. All right. Hey, let's take another uh, break here to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and what you have to offer them, Matt. Sure, sure. Uh, Compass-ltd.com or by phone, 800-339-9252. Either way, um, you know, it's the first visit. No cost, no obligation. It's complimentary. We sit down, we talk about stuff. So you can we can talk about whatever or we can get right down to it and, you know, take some steps and make some actual positive forward motion here. And the best way to get that started, go to the top left-hand part of our webpage, the color of money risk analysis. There's an 11 question questionnaire. Uh, you fill out self-assessment and then you'll have a chance to create an account. And right, once you get inside of there, you fill out the social security maximization assessment and we can bang those two things out when we first sit down. You know, we're going to go over a lot of other bigger concepts, but that way you'll have two things right in front of you that one, it's going to really see where you're at, how you feel about your investments, et cetera. And then two things you can do to make actual steps for your social security maximization. Boom. Wow. There it is. You just laid it all out there for our listeners. I love it. Why not? Hold nothing back, Tony. What an offer. Um, now, today we've been talking about Social Security changes and how it impacts our monthly benefits. And you'd mentioned the Motley Fool article. Um, you said you had one final change you wanted to discuss from that article. What's the change and, and who does it impact? Okay. So did you know that more than 10 million people each month receive a payment from Social Security Disability Insurance. No. And uh, of that, well, okay, well then here's a, here's one you're definitely not going to know. Of that 10 million, nearly eight and a half million are disabled workers, with the remaining amount being either spouses or children of those disabled workers. So in order to qualify for that SSDI benefit, beneficiaries must meet the rigorous requirements of long-term disability. It's defined by the Social Security Administration. Uh, in addition, they also aren't allowed to earn more than a defined amount of income per month if they're receiving an SSDI benefit. Ah, uh, I see. So that's the uh, disability insurance. I didn't realize so many people were on the disability insurance. Um, what are the limits on income that somebody who qualifies for that SSDI benefit can earn? Are there uh, income limits, I imagine? So, yeah, in 2019, a disabled beneficiary can earn up to $1,220 a month before their benefits would be stopped. In comparison, beneficiaries who are legally blind uh, can earn up to 2040 a month before benefits cease. These two figures both increased from 2018. So if the consumer price index for urban wage earners, clerical workers at CPIW, which sets the rate for the cost of living adjustments does increase as expected. There should also be an increase in the income thresholds related, related to those uh, disabled workers, blind workers, and, and their beneficiaries. Right. Uh, and so, okay, that's good to know. It seems like there are quite a few changes that 
then impact Social Security and its monthly benefit checks. It's uh, hard to keep up to date with this. It changes a lot. Listen, we, we started focusing on this a while ago, and I think a lot of advisors got really good at it. And I think that's also why they changed some of the filing options that you have is because people were actually figuring out how to maximize their benefit. Uh, you know, you can you can get it at 62, but you're going to get a lower payment than if you decide to accept it or wait till you're 70. Now, there are a lot of people who can uh, talk about this. I've even seen kind of a backlash about it. Now, I've seen some advisors writing articles about why you never want to take uh, your benefit, you know, at 70, why you always want to start it as, as soon as you can. Now, I always temper advice that you see like that with one thing. The only financial advice that applies to everyone is that no financial advice applies to everyone. Mm. So you want to look at this in your situation. It may make sense for you to start right at 62 the very first day you can get it, or it may make sense in your situation to wait till 70. There's, and there's, you know, every month in between we go through this calculation. Now, most people, you know, Social Security benefits, they form the foundation of the retirement income. And now that's a lot of people that really count on this as a big part of what they're going to have for those retirement years. You want to make sure you maximize your own benefits and you need to have a solid grasp on the complex program. So we have this Social Security maximization tool. And you're going to get a deliverable. It's a report. It tells you, you know, what's your benefit amount? What's the best time to start taking your benefit? Are there different options if you're married? You know, does earning additional income while you're on Social Security impact the value of your benefit? Uh, what's the real cost of paying taxes on your benefit? And it allows you the opportunity to find the amount of your Social Security benefit along these different ways. And I, it, it's, it's, we run it for every single client we have and revisit it anytime the laws change. I can't stress enough how valuable of a tool this is for people. Listen, if you don't know exactly how much money you're going to need to retire the day you want to retire, or if that's going to be enough so that you can stay retired comfortably in the manner you define it, this is a great starting place. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think that's great. I mean, Social Security seems to be a big part to a vital retirement strategy. Yeah, and I can't, you know, you have to, again, like I said, the only advice that should apply to everyone is that no advice applies to everyone, right? I've seen people come in with just a couple hundred thousand dollars in assets, be able to fund the retirement they want till, you know, age of 95, we test it out and they should be okay till then. And I've seen people who are still working and together they're making over a million dollars a year who are horribly underfunded for retirement. So those clearly you can't give blanket advice that covers those two people. So having you know, every extra dollar is going to help. So every extra dollar you can get on Social Security is one less dollar you're going to have to spend out of the money you saved. It's going, you know, you're going to need it to fund part of your strategy. In today's economic landscape, uh, we really coach our clients, their family, their friends to take control of their retirement, take responsibility for funding the majority of their retirement themselves, or at least be in the position to do so. Social Security, as we mentioned, acts as a backbone, but it, it, it can't be the whole skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. Most point. times. I shouldn't say can't be. Most times yeah. it's not going to work as the entire skeleton. Right. Right. Well, I'll tell you what. Great show today. We're out of time. Why don't you let our listeners know one more time how to get a hold of you? 
Sure, 800-339-9252 or go online, compass-ltd.com. Fill out the color of money risk analysis, create your account, fill out that social security maximization report, and then schedule some time to sit down with us. That first meeting, complimentary. There's no cost, there's no obligations. We're not gonna push in anything. And you're gonna leave with a couple things in your hand that will help you take those next steps that you need to take. All right, sounds great. And listeners, that does it for this episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.